0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we
1: discuss and review the classic and not so classic games of the 8 and 16 bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge for the Game Boy.
0: Castlevania two, Belmont's Revenge, was developed and published by Konami and released in Japan in July of 1991, then in North America in August of 1991. Right on the heels. And then in PAL territories in November of 1992. ah, oh, uh, I man. know, it's always like you think it's going to be that same year, but somehow it's later in the next year.
1: Yeah, it's a standard year, I guess, for poor, poor gamers in Europe.
0: Now, this is a direct sequel to the other Game Boy Castlevania game.
1: Uh, yes, The Adventure, which we reviewed a, few, a while ago.
0: Although this is confusingly not named Castlevania Adventure 2. Right, right. But you will see it referenced as such on the internet quite often. Mm. And in this game, you are once again playing as Christopher Belmont. And there are a few slight changes between this version and the Japanese version.
1: Yeah, I saw that the Japanese version has the boomerang instead of the axe. The cross, yeah. My favorite of the weapons is gone (laughs) from this uh, version. Hey, I'm just glad to have some.
0: Yeah, because that is one big thing is that it brought back the sub weapons that were in the NES versions, but not in the first Game Boy. Yeah, a few of them. But that is really the only major change I can see or could find online. Oh, okay. Now, Japan seems to have a much more reverence for the Game Boy than America does. Oh really? Because this game was re-released in Japan as part of the Konami Game Boy Collection, where they would do multiple previous games on one cart. Oh, cool! This was in collection number three, even. All right. With a bunch of other Konami games.
1: Hey, that's that's cool, man. They got some good stuff out there.
0: And then also all of the games on this cart, or any of the any of the Game Boy Collection games, also had Super Game Boy compatibility. Oh nice. So they all had their own borders and and stuff like that, which is a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. And then the love for this game continued on to the Game Boy Advance where it was featured in the Konami Game Boy Collection 4. Okay. Where they uh added a little bit of color to it. Okay. And they changed the four colors depending on what castle you were in.
1: Oh nice. That, hey, that's a cool touch.
0: It is. And again, that was released in Japan and in Europe, but not here in the United
1: States sadly. Huh. We well, hey, Looks like uh, Europe got paid back for the wait.
0: Indeed. In fact, that's one of those ones, I'm not sure if the Game Boy Advance is region-free or not, but I would really seriously think about importing some of those collections. Yeah, they're good deals. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Castlevania Two: Belmont's Revenge? It is a side-scrolling action platformer. Very much in the standard Castlevania style.
1: Yeah, and a return to form in a lot of ways from the wayward i don't know the the castlevania the adventure you know the jump is back to normal yes of course as a belmont you can
0: jump and as in many castlevania games it is a very stilted and very measured jump
1: yep you're you're dedicated to that arc the moment you hit the button
0: but unlike the first castlevania adventure game this is a traditional very normal feeling castlevania jump
1: it's yeah it doesn't have the weird hang time
0: and that verticality i think we found that it was more vertical than uh horizontal in the previous one, and that did not sit well with either of us.
1: Well, I mean, it can if you design the levels around it, but I guess, I don't know. And of course,
0: the whip makes a return as well, because Christopher also wields the classic vampire killer,
1: the magic whip of lore. That's right. Feels a little, uh, you know, snappier uh, in timing as well this yeah, A little quicker,
0: and it even has its own special upgrade.
1: That's right. We go from leather whip to chain whip, like in the past. And then finally, you get um, the flaming fireball whip. Yeah, I
0: love this thing.
1: Yeah, which is, uh, you know, similar to the Castlevania The Adventure that we already played. But now, instead of losing a level of your whip every time you get hit, it's normal. It stays with you. Yeah, it's so nice. Uh, It's great. It's a great thing. Finally, you know.
0: I'm not sure, but I did see that they said the boomerang has a very similar distance and, and arc to it. So I'm not sure if maybe they did not get this whip upgrade in Japan oh,
1: oh. yeah the place I saw said that there was they didn't instead of the axe they got the boomerang but I don't know how the the whip lines up
0: or maybe that you know for the American audiences they realized it was a little redundant so they they gave us that axe uh, as a bonus
1: yeah I I don't know I I feel like the fireball kind of takes some of the sting out of the you know the boomerang because you're you can already hit a full screen if your whip's fully you know what I mean like ahead of you whereas the axe still gives you that arc that's that's nice
0: And let's go ahead and talk about it. This game does bring back some of the sub-weapons. So, no, you don't get that cross. Uh, Sorry, the stopwatch is not in this one. Nope, nope. But you do have some of the other classics. Nope, not the dagger. No, no. Just two, though. Two of the old classics.
1: You you only get two weapons, but, man, it really goes a long way. (laughs) Yes. I I really got to say. So you get the axe. Yeah. Maybe not everyone's favorite. No, but I I think it is really good here yes because you fight a lot of bosses
0: on various levels and planes that are not the one you're on definitely and it's extremely useful in those situations yes yes and there's just a few enemies that you'll deal with that uh you know are on the other side of the screen or they they're just annoying and if you can get not get near them it's quite
1: handy to have that axe handy
0: oh yeah because it also goes through floors and through walls
1: yeah which is always a big bonus
0: Definitely. But then you have what is my second favorite. And actually, as I get older, becomes my most used yeah. of all the sub-items. Yeah, And that is the
1: holy water. Yeah, I, I use this for the majority of the game. And as did I. In, in retrospect, I kind of feel like the axe is better. And, oh, agreed. You know what I mean? Like, I, there was many bosses I wish I would have had the axe at instead of the holy water. I just kept thinking I was going to run up against... Frankenstein? You know, yeah, or there's going to be one of these bosses that's big and slow, and you can just tear them up with that holy water. But, but it's not. These <laughs> bosses in this
0: game are all pretty unique, because we haven't got into it. But there is a, a very unique uh, aspect of this game that sets it apart from many other Castlevanias.
1: Oh, yeah. But before
0: we get into that, let's keep covering the things that are familiar.
1: Yeah, um, you still have a, a life bar, but it's only 12... 12- hits long so well, to speak before
0: we get into the life bar let's just finish up by saying that the holy water works the exact same way it used to oh right yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it you throw it down it burns you can't
1: you can get multiple hits although i don't i can't speak to the axe that much but at least against bosses and things where i could actually you know they all have a meter too mm-hmm. it um it really feels like the whip is way stronger than either of. The... especially once it's powered up i agree yeah yeah it's uh i don't know i was a little disappointed in the holy water in that regard
0: uh uh-huh. no I, I can see that But, yeah, as you said, you also have life in this game. Now, one thing I did notice was there's not a lot of ways to refill that life.
1: That's true. There are only – I found two pork chops. Okay. But they are hidden (laughs) always. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, I – and I just stumbled across them, to be honest with you. Uh, But, in fact, they don't even talk about the pork chop in the manual. Ooh. Burn.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I did not even think there was a way to
1: heal. So Well, that's the only – I – I was just poking around and saw one. I hit one on accident. So after that, I started whipping around looking, Mm -hmm. but I never seemed to find any.
0: In addition to that life meter, you do have multiple lives.
1: Yeah. um, You also have a score. Yeah. Which may give you extra lives. I don't know, because you can't actually see it during normal gameplay. You have to hit pause or you know what I mean? It, Uh It shifts over your heads up display that shows your lives and score and stuff. And it shows it to you at the end of the level. Right, right.
0: But when you have run out of lives, that's not the end of your play experience.
1: No, I mean, you can always continue, but if you don't want to, you've got a password. Yes. Oh, man, that,
0: that alone makes this game a hundred times more enjoyable than the, the first one.
1: This is a very short password. It's only four characters.
0: Yeah, so it's not really saving a lot of information for you.
1: Right, but it's nice and convenient for jotting it down. You get you only get a few characters to choose from, so it's a Definitely makes it way. easier. Yeah.
0: There are a few other changes from the core Castlevania series, and in a way, I think a lot of them are for the better. You know, especially if you're going to a handheld or a quicker, shorter experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Such as the missing stairs.
1: That's right. Uh, Just like Castlevania the Adventure, you're climbing ropes now.
0: And these ropes are also very nice because you can descend them
1: quicker. Yeah, if you press down, you can really slide down them super fast, which is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Now, one thing to note is that there are many hidden areas in these levels. Yeah, I I did not come across them. uh, I did... (laughs) uh, on accident once because i wasn't really paying attention to what i was doing but then from that point on i i looked for them everywhere
1: right, and so i s- found a few more sadly they're really not that helpful okay i was wondering what was in them i noticed them on some maps i saw mm-hmm. post game but there's always two candelabras
0: in there and i'm sorry we forgot to mention because you know it's castlevania you break candelabras to get stuff Yeah,
1: candles all over the place
0: and in those candles you will usually find hearts one small heart is one and a big heart is five. Right. And you usually find one to two hearts, maybe one big heart in those secret areas. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, something, I guess.
0: And then you use those hearts as the ammunition for your sub weapons. Right, right. And then in addition to the nicety of those ropes, you also have a little bit of a Mega Man style addition to the series. That's right.
1: You can choose, you know, there are four levels before you get to. Castlevania, so to mm-hmm. speak. So, you, and you can do them in there are four castles. You can do them in any order.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not like Mega Man where you are trying to find different weapons or you know you are right. not really powering up in between them. But it's nice because you can check them all out if you struggle on one or you know.
0: Sadly, cool. you do not carry your special item from one to the other. Yeah, that's too bad, man. Because that, that could add a little layer of strategy to it. But yeah, my, yeah. And future playthroughs, my strategy mm-hmm. will be to go to the hardest one first. Oh, yeah. And we'll discuss which one we think that is in a bit. Okay. Well, Nick, this is Konami. And spoiler alert, they did not live up to their pun filled self in the credit section of this game. No, no. Please tell me that they carried their weight a little bit more in the manual.
1: I'm afraid they didn't. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> um, this manual's longer than. If you remember Castlevania the Adventure, was a a mere six pages. I don't, but I believe you. Well, it was very small. And this one's up to 11. Ooh, almost double. Yeah, a little more. Um, It's black and white. You have screenshots that I couldn't tell if they were hand-drawn or actual screenshots because the scan I saw was just too fuzzy. Mm -hmm. But you do get some enemy and item art.
0: Okay. But you don't get any pun names for any of the characters?
1: No. um, It does give you one at the start of the story. It tells you fangs for the memories nice yeah but that's because the only the, one
0: the story in this game is actually kind of intense
1: yeah it takes place 15 years after castlevania the adventure mm-hmm. and christopher has a son oh, an unfortunately named son slay you <laughs> yeah <laughs> strange name um but he's 15 now he's a man grown so he's time to receive his belmont powers
0: wait is his name a pun slay you
1: maybe man i hope I- you yeah yeah It very well could be. I hope so.
0: I'm going to, from now on, pretend it is.
1: But, yeah, so now that he's got his powers, uh, Dracula is able to use them to turn him uh, into a demon and go against his father, Christopher.
0: Yeah, so you're on a quest to fight your own son.
1: That's right. This is your true revenge, and right afterwards, five castles appear, and you have to fight the... Dracula. Drac is back, baby. Now, you said there was no pun-filled enemy
0: section, but is there just a standard enemy section?
1: Yeah, it's only got about six enemies. Because there
0: are some new enemies that I I don't recognize from the the main Castlevania line.
1: Right. They have their own. Yeah, they have a few. um, But they don't really name a lot of the enemies. It does name all four of the bosses. So... Okay. You have that. uh, And, you know, the artwork's okay.
0: And then you have a password in this game please is there a space to no, write them down
1: there is not ouch yeah burn and and like i mentioned earlier it does not mention the pot roast or the one up which you can find some places i didn't but it's out there i did not either <laughs> yeah. i
0: didn't even know there was a one up uh, that's why we didn't discuss it in the gameplay portion
1: I, I think it's also you don't get them from candles but you have to find them in bricks somewhere i believe because mm. i don't know i saw it listed in uh, an faq when i was looking and I thought it was a little weird. I don't remember it, but it's out there, I guess. So, all right. Keep your eyes peeled.
0: What was your personal history with this game, Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge? I did not have one. Nor did I. Uh, I, as previously mentioned, owned the original due to a friend in college just being like, I don't want any of these games anymore. (laughs) Sure. Uh, And then I played it before that, and I was like, well, I don't really like
1: that game, so why would I ever play the sequel? Right, right, I just never went across it. Um, while I didn't own a Game Boy, my younger brother did, so from time to time I might borrow a game from someone.
0: I feel like Game Boy games were less lended than your than a Nintendo game.
1: Yeah, it just depended. Um, you know, it, and again, it was rare for me to do that. Mostly, you know, just stuck with what he had. So. And then
0: oddly enough, I remember like Blockbuster and a few other rental places also rented Game Boy games, but that just seemed too weird to me.
1: There were a few I I rented Final Fantasy adventure or uh-huh. final fantasy legend sorry and a yeah. few rpgs but other than that i never really i wasn't it. wasting
0: my rental on a on a, a portable game that's for sure no
1: sir well then nick what was your more recent experience with this game um i beat this game in two sessions
0: yeah for me i think it was about three i was expecting it to be a little shorter than it
1: was it wasn't really a. I see yeah. But yeah, I played through um the first time I played it, I beat the four starting castles pretty mm-hmm. much. It was I was able to make pretty good progress early on. I was kinda surprised. I, I was I thought this game would turn out to be pretty easy from there.
0: And you know, for the most part it is. Uh those first four castles though are definitely much easier than the final parts. And I agree. I breezed right through them uh in my first and second playthrough and then I thought, well, I've got like one more level after this, but nope. It took me a little longer to bust my way through that final portion but i did beat it
1: right on yeah i just found that it was right when you get to Soleyu and then mm-hmm. dracula the boss fights I, they ramped up the difficulty there it really took me some i had to fight them over and over a couple of times
0: yeah agreed but again i didn't feel the need to save state or doing crazy yeah. because of the password
1: yeah the levels really aren't that bad no not at all
0: Well, here we are in the general chat portion of our show, and I would just like to start by saying I am so glad they finally got the jump right on a Game Boy game that has a Nintendo counterpart.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's very appropriate and faithful to the Castlevania franchise. Yeah,
0: and because of
1: that, this game is a lot more fun and a lot easier. Definitely, and it's well, there are certain levels that have pit deaths. You know, they're not as prevalent. No, I was
0: um, more in danger of dying from spikes quite often than pits Mm -hmm. at any time
1: yeah and and we got to say that the uh adding of the two sub weapons really goes a long way to giving you something to think about or look for when you're playing yeah
0: it's a reason to collect other stuff the hearts like it it really expands the gameplay in a way that you wouldn't expect the one simple addition would change it up
1: yeah yeah And, and they got rid of the the whip shenanigans where you lose powers for every hit oh yeah that was just ri- ridiculous i mean there is the one enemy the panaguchis that are back there the mm-hmm. hands that throw those orbs if those at least if the orbs hit you i know it does decrease your whip okay one but power per it's hit. so hard to get hit by those orbs yeah they're they're not hard generally don't no, <laughs> know.
0: i would take those things over the dragon head creatures from the, the standard castlevania line anyway oh yeah sure sure now, as far
1: as graphics go, I really enjoyed the sprite work in this game. Yeah, it's all clear, and everything looks pretty good, pretty detailed. You know? Yeah,
0: and I thought the bosses all had really great animation.
1: They do. They they look great. And as well as the backgrounds, you know, um, we kind of talked before, the extra, you know, just being confined to one color gives you so many more shades Yeah. that... You know, they they look really good, I think. I I like a lot of them.
0: And, you know, each of the different castles has a different feel to it, which is really, you know, portrayed in that
1: background quite well. And, of course, it wouldn't be Castlevania without awesome music. And being on the Game Boy, you get it in stereo. Yeah, and there's the whole track, or all the tracks are great. There's a lot of really cool compositions in this. I like the music a lot.
0: Agreed. In fact,
1: that is one of the best parts of this game, is the awesome soundtrack. And it's very... Again, faithful to the kind of pseudo-metal Castlevania music. Very I, much so. That I love. So it's it's got it, baby.
0: Now, one thing that, uh, if we're going to talk about the enemies, that I do have to gripe about is that there are quite a lot less than
1: you'd find in your standard Castlevania <laughs> Yeah, game. yeah. The levels feel kind of empty at points. You know, you're surprised where you, you go to a new screen, there's maybe a bat or a bird, you kill it, and just keep going. That's, that's it. Yeah, there are
0: no Medusa-style enemies where it's just a never-ending mm-hmm. wave of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and really, like I said, there's so few enemies on the screens that enemies are really very, very rarely a, a problem or sticking point.
1: Only sometimes if there are pits you might get knocked into. That's the only real difficulty I found.
0: Well, and there's that one enemy that jumps around and throws uh, yeah. like knives. That weird guy. I yeah. hate him. <laughs> He's that's in. the only one that's hard. Yeah, yeah. But, but, be, but beyond that, uh, the downside... But the other downside is that while there are a few enemies found in the screens, there are few enemies found in the game. There's only like seven or eight total.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of deceptive. Much like the previous Castlevania the Adventure and its manual, it only has, you know, this one has six enemies. And you might think, well, that's barely any of them. But there's really only like two more that aren't in it.
0: But, you know, they really take each one of those enemies to its fullest. And they're all very well animated and, you know, very fun to look at from the headless skeleton man. Oh, yeah. To to the giant rolling eyeballs.
1: Well, and they all have their own patterns and stuff. There aren't any sprite swaps or any of that business. I guess that would be hard to do with only one color. (laughs) But I think there are quite a few, you know, much like uh, the previous entry on the Game Boy had a few pretty interesting and clever platforming ideas. Uh, They're back here, and then they have a a few more that I really liked.
0: Yeah, uh, we see the horizontal spikes come back. Yeah, yeah. Which the- are really cool that you then have to use as uh, stepping stones in addition to dodging them from, you know, hurting you.
1: Yeah, and, the you know, the, the big eyes are back that you can, can whip and they'll explode parts of certain bridges. And there are those, like, spider webs that you have to climb on.
0: Yeah, well, and you know, the cool part is you can climb them while the
1: spider is still on them. Yeah, you know, the spiders will spawn at the ceiling and then descend, and that spider web counts as a rope, so it's pretty neat.
0: I'm, I'm going to say I'm quite surprised I haven't seen that happen more often in video games.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought, too. I, it's, a, it's a neat idea that doesn't seem too complicated, so. Right. Yeah, it's a good, good call. Or in the one castle where, in certain rooms, the torches, your, your candles count as illumination, so if you whip them, then the lights go out.
0: Yeah, another really cool feature.
1: Especially when you consider the thousands of candles in all of the Castlevanias, and nobody ever thought, like, what if they were for light? <laughs> like... Or to bring that back, even. You yeah, know. yeah, it's neat ideas. I don't know. It's, it's got some, some gems in there. Now, one of the
0: newer design cho- choices that I did not like as much was the room-size
1: uh, spike trap. Oh, the giant ones? Yeah, it seemed a little lazy. Yeah, I guess. I've, you know, and there were plenty of other games that have like the falling spike you know where you gotta you know super mario brothers 3 had a couple of those and stuff mm-hmm. but in this one they're just you don't move fast enough for it to really like it's just a boring slow wait crouch move you know it's not really hard and you're not right you know you know i, I get what you're saying
0: there's nearly no, no agency there or in the ones where you have a wall of spikes on the right hand side of the screen Oh, when you're on the... And you're kind of on the left area, but it's never like a real
1: danger. No, especially now that you can, once you figure out that you can slide down the ropes. Yeah. The first time I ran into one of those situations, I got killed because I thought there's no way to get down there that fast. But I fumbled with my thumb and I realized what I was missing. Mm -hmm. That fast rope slide makes the, you know, wall of
0: death not so deadly after all.
1: Well, that's just an awesome thing too. Whether it's on a rope or a ladder, I can't believe... That I haven't played any other games that use that technique you know so you know in Mega Man you could like jump and just fall straight down but right
0: but actively using that slowing and speeding up to you know dodge is a cool concept
1: yeah I would like to see more of
0: it and then we also touched briefly on the fact that you do get to choose which order you take the first four levels in and each of these levels are really in kind of open-ended castle
1: Yeah, I mean, there are a few split paths in in them usually.
0: I thought you'd really enjoy that. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Castlevania Two for Nintendo.
1: Yeah, yeah, and especially when there's, you know, there's hidden rooms to try and find, which, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like most of them are just climbing up through the ceiling. Yeah,
0: you just climb the rope upward is really where all of them are. So keep your eyes peeled. That's how I was able to find other ones, because, you know, it's a pretty easy place to look, and you're never in any danger while you're doing so. Right, right. But I really like the ability to choose, and, and being able to choose the order of those first four levels is pretty handy, because one of them is kind of obnoxious.
1: It's a nice choice, because why not? It doesn't deprive you of anything to do that, especially if there's only going to be four levels. You can check them all out.
0: All right, Nick, this is the part of the show where we take this game level by level. And uh, as we said, you get to choose how you want to go through these
1: first four levels. So, Nick, I'm going to give you the choice. Oh, well, um, I figured I'll start. It starts on the Crystal Castle. So I just started there and I beat all of these levels on my first try, kind of. So I didn't have to go explore, you know?
0: Yeah, I understand that. Now, if you're looking for maps for this game, I managed to find them at a weird Russian Castlevania site. Oh, really? Did you find maps? Were you able to find your maps?
1: Uh, yeah, I looked at VGMaps.com. Oh, and well, they I should have gone there. I probably have <laughs> some sort of
0: crazy virus now. What's cool is, you know, you have that select screen, and it's not like a Mega Man select screen where it's like, choose this one, this one, or this one. It's a map.
1: Yeah, and it shows all four of their locations, and you can see the Castlevania Castle in the background.
0: Well, the Crystal Palace
1: is a pretty impressive area yeah the backgrounds are kind of have an ancient greek acropolis thing going on definitely which looks cool and throughout the level you'll go in and out of the castle itself so you'll see some stone walls and stuff also as you go pillars
0: yeah there are you know gargoyles up in the top little atmospheric architecture Uh, But right away, you're going to be dealing with
1: water. That's right. Um, You know, and you'll be heading left, but you'll encounter some water flows right away that just push you. They're not pit deaths, so that's nice.
0: Right. You'll um, find these knights that are headless knights. They kind of take the place of the pole knight or axe knight in the first ones. But, you know, they are very easy to deal
1: with. Yeah, the manual names them as evil knights. Okay. Uh, They are probably evil. And uh, this level also will introduce you to uh, crumbling crystal blocks, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those are cool. And also cool are the windows or mirrors in the background. I really
1: like those. Yeah, there's some good-looking uh, good looking patterns. Uh,
0: and then you also encounter that thing, what's it called for the first time, that shoots the orb at you? The panagucci. The panagucci, which for a lot of the game I thought was like a closed hand that right. opened up. But it's actually
1: like a creature head. I thought it looks like, from the picture, I thought it looks like a hand. But either way, they're gross. They kind of remind me. ah, Man, I feel like I said this before. If you remember He-Man, Cobra Khan, Mm. who sprayed uh, the mist. The way his mouth is just like that big. It kind of reminds me of his head.
0: Now, this level does have those uh, walls of spikes that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. But once you know you can shimmy down quickly, they are not a problem at all. Yeah, just speed right now. You do encounter that one creature that I do hate. It, It looks like a gargoyle.
1: Yeah, it jumps around and throws swords at you.
0: Yeah, it is the most agile of all the enemies you're going to
1: fight. There, he's not too bad if you keep your head about him, but it's easy to like panic and start jumping. And like, if you just hold still, kind of, and he
0: usually jumps over you, is what I found when watching videos of better people play this game.
1: Right, right. And this one, I believe, he's after a your split path. Where if you take the upward path, you just won't encounter him. I remember that because I went down, fought him, and died, and then went the other way because i thought for sure one of these was like an extra passage or something and right now I, I was trying to explore but
0: no and the top path is a little harder uh if you're not used to the jumping because it has those crystal blocks that will crumble as you go through them but it's really not hard at all
1: and there's birds there of course
0: yeah but the birds in this one not bad nor no. are the bats are going to encounter in this area no no
1: they're not as bad as previous ones in the same game series now at the very end of this level you will encounter your first boss yeah, he's a wizard named Darkseid. Okay, I was trying to figure out what this guy was. Yeah, it's a strange because it's like a crystal, a little hexagonal crystal that will, you know, it's like he teleports kind of. Through this crystal. And then we'll, you'll see a wizard sprite appear, and then there's a cloud above him that will shoot lightning down, at, depending on where you're standing. kind of targets you.
0: And he's got a cool staff in yeah, his it's,
1: hands. A, and it op- it's even animated. The staff opens up
0: at certain points. Yeah,
1: right before the lightning. It's a cool... Cool sprite, and really the key here is to just, you know, kind of move whip around. Whip the crap out of this guy? Yeah. I mean, it, that's all
0: I did, was jump in front of him and whip him a whole bunch.
1: Well, the key is that you can only hit the crystal part. Yeah. When, you know, so you have a window when it first appears, and then dodge the lightning. It's pre- pretty easy.
0: The lightning uh, is a ball that shoots out of that cloud.
1: Yeah, and it, it'll hit the ground, and then it has a little splash as well.
0: But it is not hard to, to dodge.
1: No, and honestly, this guy, if you're quick on your whipping, you can just trade hits with them. That's
0: pretty much what I did. Right on. And then you are returned back to that map screen. Yes. But you can
1: no longer select the area you have gone through. Right. It's a, your job there is done.
0: So next did you find yourself in the plant castle nick?
1: I did. This one's got this is another left scrolling castle and it's got some the backgrounds you got some like flowers and stuff. Uh, but they
0: are like moving. They're opening and closing. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. It is. Uh, not as sweet are the enemies you encounter in the first area, these weird toad things.
1: Yeah, these guys are a real pain. <laughs>
0: they are very reminiscent of the flea Man.
1: Yeah, um, I was able to use holy water to decent effect against them because yeah. they'll jump onto it while it's burning. Sometimes if you aim it right, of course. But if you can
0: make it through those... Pitiful men, you are in a world of bats and spikes, and these spikes aren't moving to hurt you. They're just there to restrict your movement.
1: Yeah, you'll see a lot of them on the ceiling when you start getting to the areas with the dropping big eyes.
0: Yeah, and then the whole next area is about you know selectively deciding when to attack the big eyes because every time you do, they're going to blow up a hole in the bridge you're on.
1: Right, and. Unlike the previous game, these are usually not over pits. There's a ground underneath, so while it's a little more desirable to stay up top, it's you're not going to lose a life if you blow up a eyeball in the wrong place.
0: And I just assumed that it was over a pit.
1: I did, too. I, and, you know, there's another section later, I think, in this level, that it, the ground even looks like you'll take damage, but you won't.
0: That is so nice of them. Yeah. And then you also have what's, I think, a first for the Castlevania series, and that is a almost Donkey Kong Jr.-like area.
1: Oh, yeah, well, you're going... Nothing but ropes. Yeah, you're just jumping left and right, uh, ascending this tower, fighting these uh, skeleton-throwing, or bone-throwing skeletons. Yeah, they look very uh, insectoid in a way as well, though. Sure, yeah, and I mean, they're they're pretty mobile, too, jumping around.
0: Watch out. But if you have that super whip with the, the shooting ball, they're
1: not that hard. Yeah, keep your distance and deal with it. At the top of this area, you find some giant bats. Yeah, they're... Not too bad. Usually, especially if you can shoot them before they come at you. Oh, yeah. Whip. Do it. And then there's these weird flowers at the very top. Yeah, these things, I I don't know if they're jellyfish or what. I guess they are kind of flower. Or they jump from the ceiling. Yeah. And come down and they float around. They're a very weird enemy that's, they're not too tough if you take them one by one because they're a little more mobile than most of your bad guys. So watch watch yourself.
0: Yeah, by the way, the next area is that, that part where the floor does look like it would hurt
1: you. But I guess it doesn't. Yeah, it looks like it's, thorns or i don't know some kind of material if you don't want to go to that floor though all you have to do
0: is destroy one wait for the next one to fall from that hole and then move forward
1: yeah or you you here you have a good jump that you can jump over them as long as there's not spikes prohibiting it
0: and this area is spike free
1: so hot dog
0: and then finally we do have that area with the spiders that we both liked so much because you get to use the spider web once you've killed them or even if they're still alive to rope your way across
1: yeah it's pretty interesting um and a lot of the first times you see it you might not even have to use it but it's it's there it's there for you to learn and then at the very end you have the boss and what a set of bosses this is yeah these are known as cumulo and nimbler ah i just think that they were demonic ram heads (laughs) i think they're going for like a cloud theme name for the bosses but but these are straight up demon rams and they're not even on the cloud castle strange
0: yeah it is strange
1: But, yeah, you have two huge statues of the upper torsos of these demon things with uh, tridents.
0: And one is a ram with its horns curled up. And the other has its horns curled
1: down. Yeah, and they're thrusting their tridents up and down, and you're on a platform in the middle that's kind of traveling up and down.
0: And this might be the easiest boss in the game. It's pretty, yeah. Because Um, when you damage one,
1: you're damaging both of them. Yeah, it doesn't matter which one. You want to hit them in the head. I was like, okay, I'll take out the left one first. Right. And And then they died. Yep. (laughs) Yep. especially they're, they're very easy to hit with your actual whip which is your real damage dealer too so yeah
0: you're on this little platform going up and down in the middle and i think i took like three elevations of it yeah it's, it's not that was bad the, that was
1: it for these guys the heads will shoot a little three shot spread but it's i just took it yeah you, you can trade punches here no problem and
0: once you have you've defeated the plant castle and you can move on to it was it the rock castle for you next nick
1: that's right detroit rock castle And inside, this is another one with some cool, unique background where it's got, like, hieroglyphics kind of in the background. It's kind of an Egyptian theme.
0: Yeah, this one is definitely more of a pyramid-style area. And even down to the enemies you're going to find in it.
1: Yeah, you'll see some bats. Uh, We'll see some mudmen here where they drop from the ceiling.
0: Yeah, I thought that was, like, kind of mummy-inspired, but, you know, it is the traditional
1: mudmen from the series. And they're kind of weird because they take two hits, and after the first hit, they'll, like... Fall down, they'll disintegrate kind of, and then reform a few seconds later before you finally kill them. But much worse are the frogs. They're back, they're in holes that they can jump out of.
0: Yes, but luckily you can see the ones that have the frogs in them. It's not a total surprise.
1: Yeah, if you time it right, you can whip them before they even fall. And that's really the way you want to do it. Or especially if you have an axe here, because a lot of them are elevated. And that's the whole middle part of this level. Yeah, and you'll battle your way through those. Eventually you'll get to, there's some... Spike platforms moving or le- er, er. well, this is where those those spikes are that
0: shoot out from the left and right that yeah you have to dodge and then use those spikes as platforms to ascend higher through the level yeah yeah which is always a cool feature yeah and then uh, towards the back half of the level though it's all going down right and I sw- would have sworn at one point that we were gonna get like the Mega Man style laser chase oh yeah with those spikes yeah instead of the beams but Quick Man yeah yeah luckily we did not have to do that and in- instead it's just you falling for a long time towards the end.
1: Yeah, at the very end of the level. Um, this is, uh, before that, though, There, this is the part where, there is a part in here where the candles are your illumination section.
0: Oh, yeah, in the cave kind of area.
1: So you gotta be, you need to make a note of where the pits are. If you're gonna whip every candle, you can like, kind of skip them, one or two.
0: And those weird roly-poly creatures are in that area as well.
1: Yeah, those, like, caterpillar thingamajigs.
0: Yeah. Whatever they are, you can defeat them. After you fall down this very long shaft at the end, you will be faced with a boss. Yeah, the iron doll. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because the room is dark at first.
1: Oh, right, yeah. And then
0: it lights up, and what I thought was going to be the eyes of this creature was actually the breastplate.
1: Right. It's a big, kind of headless looking creature in well, armor.
0: A, I thought it just had like a tiny armored head.
1: Yeah, it does well, you'll see because it's it's got a huge like armored shell and a big scimitar. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of swings at you and it moves very slowly. So, here is a good place, I guess, for holy water. water. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But again, not hard to hurt this guy.
1: No. And, you know, it's since the whip is stronger, you're probably better off with that. And, uh-huh. but and then, when, once
0: you've gotten about halfway through
1: its defenses, the armor will shatter off of it. And then you can see where I think it looks like a skinny bird man. With yeah. It's a very... kind of
0: disgusting because its, it's neck unfurls comes out and it's like a long necked creature
1: well yeah it has a very long neck and arms and short legs it's pretty pretty nasty but it it looks cool because it looks like you can see where it would fit inside that armor shell so yeah, it's yeah. not nearly as thick as it looked so i like that
0: but it is not much harder it gets an extra attack at this point
1: yeah it'll shoot uh kind of waves at you from its sword as it jumps around
0: but i just traded punches
1: yeah it, it's it's not too bad if, if you get here with plenty of life you're in good shape
0: You take down this strange bird creature, and you only have one castle left. The Cloud Castle. For Nick, it was the Cloud Castle. That's right. And this is my least favorite of the original castles. Oh, yeah. I just don't like its main conceit, which is that you have a lot of ropes that have moving spiked balls on them.
1: Yeah, and there will be the pulley sections later, too. Yeah. It's a little too uh, of the
0: worst parts of Clock Tower levels for me.
1: Yeah, it it has a lot of... This is a lot of like climbing and quick moving before, you know, like there will be four or five ropes in a row and you have to traverse across them before they, you know, the spike balls at the bottom hit you. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of quick jumps. it's
0: But I don't, uh, there's not really a lot of new enemies in this, in this area. You will get some moving platforms that we haven't seen before.
1: Yep. Yep. There's another one of those uh, sword throwing fellas out there.
0: A couple of them actually. And I think between them and this, a lot of this fast-moving
1: rope work, that's why I don't like it as much. I would totally do this one first, get it out of the way. Yeah, I can see that. Thankfully, there's not a lot of pit deaths here, but spikes are pretty... I mean, I don't think they kill you one hit, but they do a significant amount of damage, so be careful. Now, the final portion
0: of this level looks awesome. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you get to the very end, and behind you, you can see, like the mountains and these weird towers in the, in the distance
1: oh yeah like pillars or, or yeah. something yeah yeah like you only see it for two screens but it looks really cool yeah uh, they they went they did their work on the backgrounds for certain and then this boss at the very end also pretty awesome looking yes yeah, i think this is my favorite one um i think so here as well uh the manual names it the angel mummy oh
0: well that that really has no bearing on what i, I saw when no, I it. no,
1: it's, uh, it's a weird, the the right wall of this room is covered with like bones. Mm-hmm. And in the face of it is like a woman's face.
0: Yeah. Or I'm sorry, in the middle of these bones is a woman's face.
1: Yeah, and, and above and below are two skeletal kind of dragon necks with a different skull at the end. Yeah, the top skull is very humanoid. Yeah. And the bottom skull is more dragonoid. This boss is awesome it looks like a contra boss
0: yeah and the the face in the middle is like screaming the whole time it's so weird but the top head and bottom head uh are on next exchange length so when one gets shorter the other gets longer yeah and once it's fully out it then takes its vertebrae and shoots them off like boomerangs
1: yeah and they go down to the other head like it's like tossing bones between these heads in this weird cool fashion
0: yeah this this wins i think favorite boss
1: of the last like
0: i don't know 10 games for sure
1: (laughs) it's it's a it's a neat idea and i don't know it's it's good gameplay ideas wrapped in this like neat and bizarre looking aesthetic Yeah. yeah uh sadly it's not hard at all no not really you can whip either head and kill it just like the previous battle with the statues. You Does know? it shoot something out else, like a, some sort of ball or something? I only remember the bones, but maybe. I, I don't uh, know. Yeah, uh, I
0: only remember the bones, too. I just remember getting through this guy pretty quick.
1: Well, I, I focused on one head right away, thinking that I would have to destroy both, mm-hmm. and then it died. So, easy peasy. Yeah, I was thinking you
0: are going to be destroying both heads and then fighting that center face, but... Right, right. No, no.
1: Destroy one head and the whole thing crumbles. If you have turned this mummy to mummy dust, then you can move on to... Castlevania itself, Dracula's but castle. Save some of that money dust cuz uh you can probably sell that to some old-timey explorer and they'll turn <laughs> it into medicine. Yeah, or paint. There was a paint that was made from mummies, called mummy brown, in like the late 1800s where they would grind up mummies. Oh man, white people were the worst back then. <laughs> this person's dead body. <laughs> like you you're worth paint to us. That's it. Ouch. Fools, but
0: S- you got to suffer for your art. <laughs> well, once you have returned to the map screen, you realize that It was not just those four castles. That's right. Because now Dracula's castle has also returned.
1: Right. uh, There was a lake at the top that it is now in the center of. And this is a pretty cool level, too. It has some awesome backgrounds at the beginning.
0: Yeah. But what's really cool is when you go to this level, it does simulate the old Castlevania experience. And it gives you... Kind of your map. Oh yeah, of the area and and you know the little bat
1: even. Yep, you got your little kind of cross section of the castle that you're going to be going through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you start with the castle entrance. Yes, you're in like a, a courtyard and it's got some awesome statues in the background with these big. Yeah, the dude on the horse. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty awesome. With like, I don't know if it's a cavalier hat
0: he's wearing. <laughs> And, but he's got a, either a lance with like a flag on it or something, but it just looks really awesome. Some sort of dragoon or something, a cavalryman. And then you find your first new enemy in a long time in this area. With oh, the Zeldos, they throw the scythes. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say mini, mini uh, Grim Reaper.
1: Yeah, that's basically, these guys are actually from the first, uh, the, from the Castlevania of the Adventure as well. Okay. But they, you know, they throw a little kind of boomerangish scythe that you can, you have to jump the low ones and duck the high one. Yeah, it's the first kind of challenge.
0: Yeah, they're a little... Similar
1: to the Axe Knights. Unfortunately, you can't destroy their scythe, though, so it's all dodging. Yeah,
0: but fortunately, they only take one hit. Yeah, nice. And if you have that extended range on your whip, well, you're only dodging one or two of these scythes.
1: Yeah, and, and there's only ever one at a time, so they're pretty easily dealt with.
0: Now, once you make it into the castle proper, you are going up and down
1: through a whole series of chambers. That's right, and eventually... And this so, is all rope work. Yeah, you'll be going up and down. There are spikes on the floor, spikes on the ceiling. Um, those skeletons that hang out on the ropes? Yep. There will, And there will be a couple parts where you'll have the side spikes platforms. But I didn't really find any of this platforming to be that challenging. No, uh, I like that. But there is a weird... Okay, so there's a split yeah. that will loop. Yeah, If forever. you keep going up. But do you have to go... See, when I did it, I went up all the way till it looped and went down. And I was curious, if you just went there and went straight down... Then you just go straight down. So it is just a one or the other? Yep. Okay.
0: And Fair then enough. if you go down or go up to go down, you'll find yourself at a long corridor at the bottom with more of those
1: mud men. Mud men. No problem there. And that's it. That's right. You'll get to the end and there's a weird passage with a pretty unique boss for the uh, Castlevania series.
0: Yeah. In fact... It kind of reminds me
1: of a giant
0: version of the Bone Dragons.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it looks just like it. As you're walking down a pretty narrow passage, it'll start auto-scrolling, and then you will see a giant dragon skeleton, really just a vertebrae. And head. And head that's moving up and down through the passage trying to get you, and you have to stay ahead of it and whip its head as its only vulnerable point. Yeah, it is a pretty cool boss. Yeah, it's really not that tough. No, not at all. Especially if you just stay ahead of it, resist the urge to stop and whip it towards the end because you can get cornered. But even if you do, it's really not that tough.
0: No. And once you have defeated it, you move on to the next part of the castle. The
1: chapel. Yeah, this one has some cool uh, stained glass windows in the background. Yeah, these backgrounds are awesome. And this level will see you with... It at least starts off with a bunch of birds and you'll see some more Zeldos. And one thing about these castle levels is they all have a lot
0: of, they're all very varied in the amount of vertical slash horizontal movement you're going to be doing.
1: Yep, all all that practice is going to pay off here as you get used to your rope work, your use rope skills, proficiency.
0: Yes, for you extra nerdy out there. Uh, Hopefully you have a high enough charisma to offset any uh, damages those public skills would, would bring you. And the many zits you get from talking about d d But back to the Castlevania, this level, you know, again, it looks beautiful. It does get a little more challenging towards the middle part when you have a lot of the ropes, you have the pulley areas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the spiked walls
1: and ceilings. But I never find any part of this to be insanely challenging. This does have one section where you actually, you have the giant spike press and you actually have to destroy it. And oh, I that, that confused me. As well, I didn't. I actually looked it up because I, I did not know what to do.
0: Yeah, well, you were never presented with that option before.
1: I see. I never tried, so I just wondered if you could always do it or if you can only do it here. I, you didn't really need to before, so correct. And
0: I feel like if you would have done it in some other places, it would have ruined your path through the area. Yeah, quite possibly. Now, the final stretch of this level is a lot of jumps over dead space, so there is
1: the possibility for a fall into nothingness. Sure, I I died. You know, that was falling. Deaths were nine-tenths of all my casualties playing this game and Mm -hmm. a lot of them were here (laughs) but at the very end you will find quite an interesting boss fight that's right it's time to and right before you get there you can see some sweet uh chandeliers and stuff
0: yeah and some huge windowed areas behind you some paintings on the wall it's a really nice area
1: really all the bosses have a, a short little like procession almost before them That's Mm -hmm. like a little mini level with a couple candles and stuff. And they usually, like, this one looks good. I like it. Agreed. And then you will find the boss, Soleil himself. Yes, you must fight your son. He taunts you, and then uh, it's... And
0: what I really like is that he is not a giant sprite. Yeah, he just looks like you. Um, I mean, he's a guy-sized sprite. He doesn't look like you. He's wearing a different outfit.
1: Yeah, he's a... But he
0: is a normal-sized human. He's not, like, giant because he's evil, which is a trope in a lot of these games. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he uses a whip, just like yours. Yes. But unlike you, he also has these giant
1: three spinning swords he can throw out. Yeah, he'll he'll shoot them out, and they'll kind of rotate in a formation up in, like, the side of the screen. Mm -hmm. And then shoot at you, aiming at you, wherever you happen to be. And it was those swords that really caused me the most trouble. Definitely. Because uh, this isn't just a flat room either. You have a little... Uh,
0: well, there's two pits on each side, and there are two platforms above them.
1: Yeah. So you can kind of do... Man, this took me a while, too, where you kind of do this like weird figure eight where he's following you, and you're trying to get ahead a little while you want... Because you, you want to keep moving to dodge those swords. I had the holy water here, and it was not very useful. I could peg him a few times but this is when I really noticed it's not doing nearly as much damage as my whip.
0: Right. And the whip will do, you know, one or two whips will do a whole chunk of damage to
1: him. Yeah. I mean even your fireball from the whip isn't as strong as the whip itself. So you really want to kind of stay close to him and just get a get a hit in when you can while he's just cuz he's pretty relentless in following you around that room.
0: Very much so. I found my most of my hits were happening when I was on the top area when i was on one of those platforms and he was jumping up yeah to chase me
1: yeah or because every now and then you know if you can get it just right to where he'll pause for a second to throw out his next batch of daggers and that's when you get your two yeah but it's tough because if you get too
0: greedy he'll get you he will but hopefully you can beat your son to with an inch of his life
1: yeah and that's enough to recover him and he he tells you
0: he says like what have i done or what
1: am i doing yeah you get a little little story time there and he tells you that you have to go kill dracula himself yes and the procession to dracula is pretty amazing yeah you you're walking across a bridge and it's got these sweet uh, scythe statue it's like a
0: kneeling skeleton yeah
1: holding its scythe
0: in like servitude yeah. To its master. You, and you see cool close-up
1: ones and farther away ones in the background.
0: Yeah. I mean, this whole area is awesome. And it does feel fill you with a sense of dread on your way to Definitely. Dracula. Definitely. Now, to get to Dracula, you must go down a rope, which will drop you into his chambers.
1: Yes. Uh, it's a little chamber with some spikes at the bottom. You have a little landing place in between them. And then, what do you have? Seven little platforms arranged in a kind of circle.
0: Yeah. With the biggest ones being on the, the far sides, left and right.
1: Yes, and Dracula will emerge here from a big skull. Yeah, and that skull looks cool, but what's even cooler is his
0: smooth criminal animation.
1: <laughs> you know, he teleports around and he shoots these eight balls out in a kind of circular, spirally fashion.
0: Uh-huh, and while he doesn't move a whole lot, the, the animation of him lifting his arm and cape up is so cool and so
1: nice. This is a... This is what Simon's Quest final battle should have been more like. Agreed. In a way. Although I do find this boss to be particularly frustrating because the pattern of those balls that he emits, they're very hard to just dodge because Correct. they're curving. Like, you have to kind of memorize the safe spot on which platform.
0: Yeah. And then, just like every other form of Castlevania, you must be hitting him in the head yeah. to do any
1: damage. So, if you're like me and you came here with the holy water, you're not happy with yourself because... No, I, I
0: think <laughs> that if you had the axe, it would be a lot lot better
1: i think so and i i had a lot of trouble here this was where i actually did save state because i was trying to i wrote down i master he has a very set pattern that he appears in okay so once you get that down and you can kind of memorize it do this little dance where you get your hits off you know without the axe it's pretty tough but your whip is stronger so you can make it happen but just don't be greedy i guess <laughs>
0: Yeah, you definitely want to get that one hit in and then let him move on. Yep. Stay now, alive. you may be surprised to find out, once you've defeated the human version of this
1: Dracula, that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no second form. No beast form. Which really made me mad because I feel like I was holding onto that holy water this whole game, thinking, like, I'm going to, you know, well, it'll, I know it'll pay off here. This yeah. is weird. And the game hadn't beaten me into, like, some sort of painful
0: submission. So I was, I was down for some more fighting.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, hey, you know,
0: sometimes once is enough. Yeah, and I'll take it. I'll take it. Once you have defeated Lord Dracula, you get a very classic scene. The castle in the distance. Yep, yep. Sinking into the ground. Yep, it shows. This time it's you and your son. Yeah, up on the little cliff in the foreground. That one cliff that everyone stands on when they watch Castlevania sink into the ground. I wonder if there's a little sign up there. It's like, this is the best place to watch Castlevania (laughs) sink into the
1: ground. Yeah, they have trails. Yeah. 200 years ago, Christopher Belmont watched this. like, tourism is a major part of Transylvania's economy nowadays. Every 100 years, you could too can come <laughs> watch the castle sink. Yeah, it's like a geyser, kind of. Indeed. But you do get some text stuff. It, You know, the world's at peace. A lot of text, actually. And it comes out excruciatingly
0: slow. For I, Oh, I wrote down some of it because the very beginning really caught me off guard. It said, the war is over. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, what war?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just me. Well, it, it's some very vague mystical kind of sounding you know dramatic text that really dances around any sort of actual subject you know it's not really imparting any information yeah because
0: then at some point it was like once again the world is at peace but dracula may still
1: blah 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 yeah, yeah and i actually
0: stopped paying attention to it at that point
1: yeah it was it's pretty funny um uh, then you
0: get some staff credits yep real ones uh yes which i hate to say i'm kind of sad about because i was hoping for some puns yeah why can't they do both come on guys agreed then at
1: the very end you get a classy thanks for playing. Yeah. Oh, it's even better because it's thank you for your playing. Oh, thank you for your playing. <laughs> I thought that was funny, the an interesting way to put it.
0: And then they let you know the game was presented by Konami. Boom, boom, boom. all right this is the review portion of our show and of course we use the classic nintendo power review system that has four categories each category a possible score from zero to five starting with graphics and sound
1: nick i gave this game a 4.0 i did too um it's it's got great graphics (laughs) Uh, i said it's top notch some of the best i think that i've seen on the game boy
0: Yeah, I mean, the
1: sprites and the animation for the sprites are wonderful, especially the bosses. Yeah, and and the music's there, it's exactly what I want from a Castlevania. Yeah, hopefully
0: you are jamming out to that music right now because it is great. In fact, it's so good, we may even put some extra
1: at the end of the show for y'all. Oh,
0: yeah. And like we always say, if they get the backgrounds right on a Game Boy game, they can really be something special. And in this game, they are.
1: Absolutely, they all, all the castles have their own looks and they're all cool looks, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the only negative I can really think of is there aren't a lot of enemies in the game, but I don't really think that's to his detriment that much.
0: No, because it really varies them up and it keeps them in their their correct
1: areas and levels that it never feels stale. Yeah, to really want more enemies, you would need more levels, I think.
0: Yeah, and this is a very brief, but, you know, for a mobile title, I think that's, that's very fine. Mm-hmm. Next up is play control, and I gave it a
1: 3.5. I gave it a 2.5, but I might go up to 3, because I do like the slide down the ropes a lot. I mean, maybe I was just so
0: overwhelmed with Joy that it was not controlling, like, the first Castlevania adventure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean,
1: it handles very well for a Castlevania.
0: Yeah, I said it's not perfect, but it is really good. Um the jump is just right, and to me, that's 80% of a Castlevania game.
1: Yeah, well, any platform, really, you know? True, true. You know, the whip, Me, I, I I can't say I felt like it was as slow as the old other one, either. I think, I think they got it a little tighter, you mm-hmm.
0: know? I never felt like the controls were holding me back from doing what I wanted. Right. Now we have the challenge factor, Nick, and I had a little more trouble deciding the score for this one. Me too, um... I have here
1: 3.5, but honestly, that's all at the very end. Like Yeah,
0: I'm, I have it as a, a 3.0, 2.5, and I wasn't sure which side to go on. But I'm really, the more we talk about it, leaning towards the lower score.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was able to get to the second to last boss right before the final boss the first time I played. Yeah, So it's pretty easy.
0: <laughs> you've got a password. I mean, to me, that password
1: yeah. really changes the game for this. For sure. I will amend mine to 2.5, even with the final boss difficulties.
0: Yeah, the final bosses are hard, but for the most part, this game is just a really nice, light romp.
1: Yeah, and we should say, the the final bosses aren't unfairly hard. No, no, not at all. Which brings us to theme and fun, Nick. I give this a 4.0. As did I. It's a great... Adaptation of Castlevania, best one we've seen so far on the Game Boy. And it's really kind of an
0: interesting take on the franchise, doing some things we've never seen before. Being able to choose your levels kind of is a precursor to uh, Portrait of Ruin, which I didn't bring up earlier. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, in that one, you have different portraits you go into, and at certain points, you can choose which ones you go through to go to their land. I got you, got you.
1: I really think this game, you know, uh, to me, the big draw is these unique... uh, Ideas that it uses with the the spider webs, the big eyes, the candles being a light source. Just yeah. these neat little things that add a lot.
0: That combined with the fact that you have these four new castles to explore. And those are different worlds. They're not the same Castlevania places you've been time and time again. Correct. And, and they did a great job of making each of those castles feel unique. Mm-hmm. And because of that, agreed. This, this was probably one of the best uh, Game Boy games we've played. Agreed, yeah. And... It's definitely better than Castlevania 2 for the
1: NES. Sure, yeah. Oh, my God. You oh, re- wait. I <laughs> you, uh, oh no. Strike that from the record. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> so, Nick, I almost forgot to ask because the, the answer seems so obvious. Should you play this game? Yeah. I, I think, agree.
1: I think this is great not just for the Game Boy aficionado, but for a Castlevania fan
0: yeah, if you are a fan of Castlevania and you've never played this one, I really recommend it because it's a little bit different, but you also see the beginnings of some things that you'll you'll really come to like in the future future versions.
1: Yeah, and it's easy enough that you can bust it out in an after- afternoon. For sure.
0: Next week's game will be Gunstar Heroes for the Sega Genesis. So grab a copy of that game any way you can. Grab a friend, because this is a wonderful
1: two-player simultaneous game. Definitely. And remember, folks, if you want to reach out to us for any reason whatsoever, you can do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll read it and get back to you. Yeah, most likely. It may
0: take a day or two, or a week, (laughs) because, you know, we're kind of lame that way. Our play control is low. But either way, we will get back to you, we promise, and hopefully we'll hear from you there, or perhaps on the, the Facebook at Cartridge Command, or on the Twitter at Cart Command, where we often let you know when new shows happen, but the best way to know is just by subscribing to this podcast on whatever device it is that podcasts happen for you. Yeah, so easy. If you wouldn't mind telling a friend or telling a stranger, we'd love to have some more people listening, because the more people listen, the more people may give to us on Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command. Yes, And it is those fine, wonderful, beautiful, amazing folks that give to us every month that make this show happen. So thank you guys and gals all so very, very much. Yeah. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game game on. on!
1: Nick, it was the Cloud Castle. That's right. Conquest of the Cloud Castle. Wait, never mind. That was supposed to be a Conquest of the Crystal Castle joke, but I missed that by four castles. Three castles. Jeez, Louise. All right.